Hey, everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. It's bold prediction season. We're back, baby. As the reigning champion with the best predictions, I am here and ready to host again and every single week give you the things to look forward to as Ohio State plays. Berm, why are you eye rolling over there? Because that, that was the easiest bold prediction of the entire year is that you were going to falsely stake victory Im- immediately when well, we began this, this conversation. And just like so people know, one. we are not in the same building, despite the fact that our backgrounds are the same. Well, anyway, so that's Berm, and he's admitting that I am the champion and that I'm already off to a great start this year. Uh, Spencer Holbrook down there. And now, for the first time, Zach Carpenter joining us for our weirdest and wildest show, and definitely the boldest, as we dive in with a full season look and predictions at what is going to transpire for these Buckeyes. So, Zach, it's your first time. That means you have to go first, and you have the floor. Oh, it's the season premiere series premiere for me i guess I, hopefully this goes better than the pretty damn good football podcast you had last night with the practice report um first one so i i said i wrote this up i don't care if i'm right i don't care if it's even not that bold i have been the biggest court williams stand in america probably even bigger than bigger stand than uh than his own family or court himself i have my bold prediction as he's going to be the starting bullet for the college football playoff. And I put the, uh, I put the designation as the college football playoff because as Spencer wrote uh, the other day, I think it's going to take him a little bit to get his feet under him, get that. I mean, after, uh, after the season ending season ending injury last year, I think it's going to take him a little while to kind of grow into that role, but I think he has that blend of what Ronnie Hickman and Craig Young bring to the table. So I think that that's what I'm sticking with for the entire year. Craig, uh, uh, Court Williams, starting bullet. Great way to start it, Zach. And we've seen uh, throughout training camp a number of times during those open viewing periods, a secondary that includes Josh Proctor, Lathan Ransom, and Court Williams. So good chance. Uh, I think that you'll be right there. Berm, what's up? I have a question. Since this is a you know all-encompassing show, we're talking about the entire season. Right. Should we focus on like position by position? Like that's his prediction for the secondary. Now we make our predictions for the secondary, like a fantasy football draft where we're forced to draft that position. No. Or okay, so do we get to snake? Do I get to go twice? Oh, we're doing snake drafts now. I'm just wondering. All right. Uh, okay, that, that's all. Spencer, go ahead. Just because yours? we don't script the show doesn't mean that we're gonna write a script in the middle of it. Okay. Oh. We're doing this bold prediction style. You get to go however you want. Okay, Spencer. Berm's idea of bold predictions are far too organized. I just want to throw them out there and just just let them fly. Um, my it's it's a very bold prediction, and I said it in our video that Zach alluded to last night. There's a chance that this happens because of the way Ohio State uses the slot receiver and the attention that's going to be paid to Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So I'm just going to use it. Jackson Smith and Jigba will lead Ohio State in receiving. Whether I don't know if it's receptions or receiving yards, but in one of those facets, he will lead this team in receiving. He's a threat who can make plays. He's he's shifty. He's quick. He's really good with his hands. He's really good with his feet. And while everybody's paying attention to the running backs and to Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and eventually to Jeremy Ruckert, there's going to be a slot receiver who's got a safety or a linebacker on him, and that is a nightmare for defenses. Jackson Smith and Jigbo will lead this team in receiving. Yeah, but will Jeremy Ruckert score a rushing touchdown at fullback? Oh, well, that's <laughs> remaining to be seen. We've got a lot of show left, don't we? Oh, boy. That was last year's best bold prediction, I think. Uh, yeah. Certainly didn't play out. <laughs> what do you got? 
I think last year I, I put J, uh, Jackson Smith and Jib. I was the only one on the Ohio State beat to have him as the leading receiver. And I think he, what did he finish with? Like less than 200 yards or something like that. So, yeah, but not enough. Not, not enough. Not a, not he a, had a, <laughs> not, not a very accurate bold prediction. I mean, that's bold as hell. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, here's my first one for the season is that Tyreek Smith is going to break Chase Young's single season sack record at Ohio State. And finish the season with 17 and a half sacks. <laughs> That's right. Just not even say anything after that. Like, all right. Throw it out there. Tyreek, the ball is in your court, sir. Uh, please don't let me down. Uh, I just think that what I saw out of Tyreek Smith in that Clemson game was a, a different level than I thought he could tap into. And I think he knows how important this year is for his future bank account. And I expect to see it 12, 13 games in a row. That's interesting because Javante Jean-Baptiste is going to lead Ohio State in sacks this year. Nobody is talking about him except me, it seems like, uh, in terms of the physical transformation, the leadership. A lot of people are are talking about Zach Harrison for that, rightly so. Uh, But there was certainly a day during camp where Javante was the one called up to give a speech in front of the team. We've seen him every single time during open viewing periods as one of the starting defensive end while Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison were largely rotating on the other side. I think that this guy is about to become an absolute monster. It's been three you know, plus years in the making to add 50 plus pounds to his frame. Uh, I've seen a transformation with the way he approaches the game uh, mentally as well, the maturity that he's showing and obviously physically he's got incredible speed and now some strength to go with it. So with all due respect to Berm's prediction, you know that the right one was just made here for the Rushman. Uh, just to be clear, all you did was validate my point because now you're saying Javante Jean-Baptiste is going to be drawing double teams all the time, opening up Tyreek Smith for single blocking situations, and that is a bad thing for the Big Ten. So, again, thank you, Austin, for proving my point. Oh, but you didn't give a number. You just said Javante Jean-Baptiste is going to lead the team. Give us a number if you're so good at this, oh, mighty predictor of things. Fifteen. 15. Okay. Zach, right. round two, you're up. Awesome. What was your what was your uh bold prediction last year? I was it since I'm since I'm new here, I didn't see which one it was, but you guys keep alluding to how, how uh, well just uh, Zach, every week, whatever I predict, it always happened. And it's just a, a routine of this show that when I make a bold prediction, uh just things fall into place perfectly for me and for Ohio State. And then the next week I get to come on here and talk about how great I am at it. So are you are you giving us right now a bold prediction for for week one next week? What's that? Oh, well, that's next week's show, Zach. Let's, okay. let's take right. it one at a time here. Oh, we're we're good. That's a good teaser. All right. What do you got? Okay. You you make multiple bold predictions here. You get a all second right. round here. Let's go. Put, put on the spot. Paris yeah. Johnson, unanimous All-American. Okay. Ooh. His first okay. season he started. It's gonna happen. He's going like to whether it. or not he stays at, at left guard the whole season or if things get shifted around. I mean, I, I know that's the plan for him to stay at left guard. Doesn't matter. He's going to be, he's going to uh, put himself into that upper echelon. Bank on it. I can dig it. Well, he's at right guard, but right guard, left guard, either way. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, no matter what position he plays, no position. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. I love that. I give you a lot of credit for that, Zach. You're way better at this than Burp. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's not shocking. All, All right. right, let's go. All right, enough of the infighting. I'm going to go 
Uh, back to the defense. I'm going to go back to the secondary where Zach got us started. I'm going to say Ryan Watts leads the team in interceptions. I think he's long, rangy. He's the kind of guy who can really get his hands on the football no matter where it is. He's good at high-pointing the ball. Um, he's, he's a different kind of cornerback than what Kerry Combs has coached. Seven Banks is going to be on the field. I think he's the kind of guy you throw away from. I think as Cam Brown really starts to get himself back into this, I think he's going to find himself in a little bit of a rotation with, with Ryan Watts. And I think Ryan Watts is the kind of guy who can be really disruptive when the ball's in the air. Ohio State played some garbage quarterbacks this year uh, in, in Big Ten play, and Ryan Watts is going to get his hands on some footballs. That is bold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like the flavor you bring in there. Like the flavor, Chives. Uh, let's see. I think. Okay, we're talking about bold predictions here. Yeah. Ohio State will have Ohio State will have one first team All Big Ten linebacker in twenty twenty one, and his name is Tommy Eichenberg. There you go. Why? Because he's a madman. He looks and acts like someone who has been waiting for a long time to be granted the opportunity to hurt other people. And I think that this is his chance to do that. And I, I don't think he's going to let it go. And I also think with Tommy, he's the one guy that I think has proven that he's willing to play through some, some major pain and, and some nicks and bruises. And I just think that he's tired of, of missing time. And I don't think he's going to come off the field much. You know, Berm, I feel like it's time for the punt return drought. To end. <laughs> oh boy. Good Lord. I was waiting for someone to do it. I didn't know who would be the punter kick return oh. guy. And it's not going to be Garrett Wilson that does it, which I predicted about nine times last year. Um, it's going to be Cameron Martinez. He, it, he, we've got to find a role for him. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't believe that Berm is just leaving it out there for me to take it, but I will gladly. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. He's having a great camp. Um playing some of that slot corner role. The transition's going well onto the defensive side of the ball, but he is so gifted with the football in his hands that Ohio State, I don't think, can resist. I would be careful if I was the Ohio State coaching staff and not put too much on Garrett Wilson's plate. You want to make sure that you protect those receivers. I know that you know people, they, they have six guys and, and didn't understand why Brian Hartline might be concerned with the depth because once you got through those those top six, there's not a lot behind that. So I don't think Ohio State will want to be uh, careless or frivolous putting out their wide receivers on special teams if they can avoid it. Cameron Martinez solves that problem for them at punt return. And as Berm said, I think that there's a highlight reel um, maybe somewhere where he scored some touchdowns in high school that's pretty uh, appealing as well. Guys electrifying with the football in his hands. Nine straight minutes of touchdowns in his senior year of, of highlight film, which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I asked him about that last week, and he said whatever whatever opportunity he can get to get on the field, uh, they will uh, he'll he'll embrace. He said, "Let me talk to Coach Fleming." I asked Matt Barnes about it, and he said, "That's a that's a question for Parker Fleming." Uh, I, I hope that Ohio State gives them that opportunity because you can win games by changing field position and having a punt returner like uh, Cam Martinez back there can do that. Kid, All right, kid finds room. That's right. The third and final question for the season-long preview of Bold Predictions. Will or will not the Buckeyes win the national championship? I had them down as in our in our B polls uh, as being the r- national runner-up. 
I think either, I mean, Clemson is another favorite, probably could have been ranked number one. Alabama wins it every freaking year. And I mean, there's something happening down in Oklahoma too. I, I really, I actually believe that that Oklahoma can make that leap this year. Um, obviously it depends on defense, but I have them, I have them as national runner up either to, to one of those three teams, but um, I mean, they got the Clemson monkey off their back last year. Uh, I, I just, I, I think that they, they finished as runner ups again. Uh, Zach, I've got them getting to the national title game. I think they will win it this year. I think this team is built to do it offensively. It doesn't matter where you look. There's a weapon. There's a kind of guy that can change the game at every layer, including the offensive line. There are game changers, however that may be, on that offensive line. You look at the defense. I, I love the quote by Kerry Combs where he says they've got a little pissed off in them. I've been using that quite a bit through this preseason. It gives me a little bit of a glimmer or a glimpse into what they're doing on the defensive side, the way they're switching up their scheme. This defense is going to be really hungry. This offense is going to be unstoppable. There's only a couple teams in the country that can stop them. And if you give me Ryan Day against those guys in one game setting, that full strength, I'm taking the offensive genius. I'll t- I, th- I think Ohio State can get it done this year. I predict Berm is going to say no. I mean, I just think that it's such a big ask. We, we, we haven't played a game yet this season. Uh, is Ohio State going to win the national championship? No. Can they win the national championship? Of course they can. They're the second or third most talented team in the country, top to bottom, probably closer to two or one than they are to three. I mean, you can argue either way, I think, if you look at rosters. Um, there's so many variables here about health, about you know quarterback play, about the defensive backfield, about the linebackers being healthy. Um, but I, I just think that as a, as a unit, I, I do have them in the playoff. I do think they're going to be back in the national championship game. I, I don't see anyone on this current schedule that can beat them. Um, you know, and I, I think that it sets up for a playoff that between Ohio state, Alabama, uh, Oklahoma and Clemson, I think is going to be a, a really fun one to watch. I, I know there's a lot of Georgia love out there, but I just don't buy it. I mean, I, if I'm a, if I have to take Nick Saban versus anybody else, 99% of the time, I'm going to take Nick Saban and, and what he's got at Bama. So uh, I, I think that they're in there. I I thought it was interesting talking with Ryan Day on Tuesday morning when we were in his office, Austin. You could tell how different the Alabama game was a year ago for him. I do believe that if he gets a shot at them again and he sees it coming, things will change considerably and that focus shifts. But uh, right now I think – I'm going to say no, but I, I just, I do think CJ Stroud will be in the final uh, Heisman voting. I think he'll be in New York. I think that he's going to sh- surprise a lot of people and a lot of people who are expecting some of these younger quarterbacks, the younger quarterbacks, they're all young. I get it. But you know, one of these other young quarterbacks to usurp him, I just don't see that happen. I think it's uh, what stuck in my mind from that conversation on Tuesday, Verm was that Ryan Day said he didn't think it was a fair fight in January. And that's, you know, he didn't say that initially because you don't want it to sound like excuse making. But certainly when you look in hindsight and the factors that led up to that game and the roster that Ohio State played with, uh, it's it's true. That's just a fair assessment of what happened. It's just an explanation and not an excuse. But to give them a shot at a rematch and potentially to be full strength for that, uh, you know, I think they'd make the most of it the same way that he did against Clemson, the way that that fueled him uh, and the rest of that roster. They may not be as fixated on that one game as they were Clemson after that Fiesta Bowl situation played out in the way that they 
turned the tide around in that game in the Fiesta, uh, sorry, the Sugar Bowl last year. But uh, those are the two best teams in my mind. I don't buy uh, Kirby Smart leading Georgia. I think we've seen Oklahoma uh, fall flat on their face with this amount of hype a number of times before. Uh, and I've also seen Alex Grinch's defenses get picked apart in bigger games against more talented uh, explosive attacks. Uh, we'll see, you know, what transpires there. Those those teams are very good, and Clemson is going to be what they are and pretty much untested, I think, by the time they get to the playoff. These are the two best programs in the country, Ohio State and Alabama. I think we're going to get used to seeing this for as long as Ryan Day and Nick Saban are in charge, and I think Stroud can be the difference for that, along with a defense that will be much, much better, and as Berm said, if they're healthy, much more equipped uh, to play against an Alabama offense that won't be as generationally loaded as that one was a year ago. That was a special, special team. Alabama's going to have to come down a little bit from where they were. Ohio State's in position, I think, to take that step forward. We'll see. That's why we make these bold predictions. Anything else that you feel like you have to get out there before the opener next week? No. I mean, I I think I'm – pretty content with where I'm at here. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be one hell of a football season and I am looking forward to it. Six what a prediction. It's going to be a great football season. Can't wait. He, that's actually a, a great prediction to make because you know that Berm will be excited in six days. So he gets a free one, a cheap one right there. Uh, can't wait for our coverage uh, to resume, pick up whatever. Once we get down to Minnesota on Thursday night, Uh, And all these things start to come to fruition and we get some games to actually break down. It's been way too long for Zach, Chives, Berm. I'm Austin Ward. This has been the return of Bold Predictions. Stay with us every Friday as we get into it or Thursday next week, I should say. Every week as as we predict boldly what Ohio State will do every week.